The dictionary would define interconnectedness as all things being connected. Now, that seems pretty vague and uneventful and boring. <laughs> when we think about the concept of what it really is, is that everything is connected by a oneness. Now, everyone is allowed to have their opinion of that oneness, right? You may think that this is a, um, a God entity, maybe God's goddesses entity, um, Mother Earth entity, a universe entity, no entity, just soul entity, um, energetic energy, right? Whatever it is for you, okay? As we are going through this month, I want you to 100% tap in to your concept of interconnectedness, what it means for you, whether that's God, source, spirit, mother earth, energy, whatever it is. But what it really breaks down to is that behind the surface level stuff, right? Behind the appearances and the opinions and the politics and the ego and the pride and all of this surface level shit, we're all connected. We all go through the same shit. We're all made from the same stardust. And you'll find that in your personal growth, you'll get to a point where you will take someone, right, from your your current situation, a past situation, and and this will be someone that's that's really transgressed against you. And you know, they've they've really hurt you, they've just been in bad mamma jamma. And you will be able to look at them and you see through this veil of pain. You see through this veil of anger or, you know, a grudge or a wall that you're holding to protect yourself. And all of a sudden you start seeing like, ah, shit, dude, they are a soul too. And they're unhealed and they went through shit. And this is how they processed it because they didn't have people to help them. And this is the situation that they got into. And then I just got swept up in it. And that takes some growth to do. Speaking from someone who, you know, I am a recovering professional wall builder, right? Masonry off the hook right here. I would build you a wall in front of a wall. I had guards on top of those walls. Those guards had spears. I had moats with crocodiles in them. Like, no, I'm going to protect myself. And I was protecting myself against everyone. And what was really interesting is that as I came through my own spiritual growth and spiritual development and confronted my own shit and forgave myself for transgressions against other people, that is a big one, a huge one. Um, most of you know that I don't necessarily believe in the concept of, okay, you have to forgive another person. Some things are unforgivable. 
And some people might feel that way about me. But that self-forgiveness, it is so vital. It's vital to your growth. It's vital to your self-love. It's vital to having inner peace and being able to walk in the world with peace. It's also part of interconnectedness. Because when we can forgive ourselves, we come into this space of recognizing our own humanity and other people. When I had to confront my own bullshit, when I had to confront, um, you know, behaviors of cheating in the past, when I had to confront behaviors of attention seeking, when I had to confront behaviors of lying, when I had to confront behaviors of survival, what do I need to do right now to survive? right? Whether that's lying, cheating, um, betraying somebody's trust, whether it was being angry, whether it was pushing someone away, right? Like I'll tell you, those early twenties were a fucking doozy, man. I have said it multiple times. People who knew me 25 and under, they got a way different version of me. And, and I understand and I accept that there will always be people out there that I am the villain in their story and I will likely not be able to correct that. And all I can do is accept it and honor it and forgive myself for doing those things. Forgive myself for not knowing better because when you know better, you do better. I can love that version of myself for surviving. And then I can understand and move forward. So, you know, the ability, even when we've made really bad mistakes in our life, when we look back and we can find love for ourselves and we can find love for those people, it will then bleed into somebody else in a better way. So the pain that I've caused other people in my life, the pain that other people have caused me in my life, which then I didn't heal, so I hurt other people. Now I'm sitting here at 40 with a shit ton of self-development under me. It's never going to be done. This work is never going to be done. But I look at now what I invest in people. And they get this beautiful part of me this mentor side of me and you know they're getting the beauty from other people's pain interconnectedness right and you can think about that in your own lives what things have you gone through with people where the most traumatic event in your life has now caused you to love differently parent differently maybe be a better spouse Um, be a better partner, be a better neighbor, be a better friend, where maybe you've learned to hear someone out instead of talking over them. Whatever it is for you, that ability to transcend, to connect all things. We are powerful beings. You know, if you take nothing else away, from this podcast or in December 
and the rev. I want you I want you to take this away. Okay, here's your takeaway. I mean, I want you to take it all away, but there are times where we get so stuck in our heads, right? Um, I will say that that in the years after I had to confront myself and, and really do this dark shadow work, and again, shadow work is never done, um, but I really had to confront the really dark, shitty sides of myself. I then, man, that pendulum swung. Then I went into complete overthinking mode. And I was so afraid to make the wrong choice. I was so afraid to hurt someone. I was so afraid to be the villain. I was so afraid, right? And I I couldn't make a decision to save my life. I was the most indecisive motherfucker out there. And even that indecisiveness was really harming some good relationships, right? Because I would just sit there and talk out loud and it's like, okay, but what if I do this? And then what if I do a wrong choice? I happening here. You guys, that was great. Okay. I do not know what happened. But um, I'm not going to say it because it's going to pop back up. But somehow G-O-O-G-L-E had popped up during this recording. And it was talking about Cleopatra. What in the world? What in the world? Any hoozles. You guys know I'm not going to edit that out because I don't edit Um, but you know, I, I I went to this space where I was constantly overthinking and couldn't make a decision to save my life. And I was still living in fear, right? I was living in fear back there when I was being a total asshole and being shitty to people because I had these walls up and I was afraid and, you know, I was going to hurt people before they hurt me. And I, I never had vulnerability and I never had true trust and, Um, it was all fear-based and then my pendulum swung and again, I was completely fear-based. And then this really amazing thing happens, right? Here's your takeaway. Long way around. Okay, Gemini, get to it. There was a moment where I realized, what the, what the fuck am I doing? I am a ball of cells, a permeable ball of cells, by the way. I We're not solid human beings, okay? Um, I am just this little blob of cells on a spinning ball of terra firma flying vertically through the universe at like 47,000 miles an hour. Why the hell am I overthinking if someone's going to be mad at me because I ask for a vacation day. Really? <laughs> really? You know, it in that moment it like matters cuz like okay, I'm like doing life and I'm living life and 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 this is what I'm in and my horse blinders are on and I'm in my bubble. But man, in the grand scheme of things, dude, we're spinning at like 
67,000 miles an hour and flying through the universe vertically at something like 47,000 miles per hour. This is like the Gravitron, but we're not flying off our seats. We're not hitting the walls because we got a dope ass thing called gravity. But whenever you feel like you don't have the answers, you're feeling deflated, you feel like there's no way out, you feel like, what's the point of this? I just need you to sit back and really think about what a badass fucking human being you are. You are literally a ball full of mushy cells that has a brain who's actively thinking, who's creating life, who's creating a storyline, that's creating friendships, that's creating love. You can create whatever you want to create while you are spinning and hurling. Okay, okay to careening through the universe being a badass. I mean, really think about that. The next time that your kid wants chicken nuggets instead of the beautiful dinner that you made, dude, y'all are careening, okay? You are careening through the universe. Maybe maybe she gets the chicken nuggies because they're already in the freezer and you're not going to be a bad mom if you microwave the chicken nuggets and give them to your kid. <laughs> we don't want to do that all the time. But you know these fights, right? These power plays, these these struggles with ego, these struggles with with pride and jealousy and envy and and all of this shit. It's all surface stuff. And yes, it's part of the human experience, right? And it's for us to discover and play with and uncover and, and you know, think about and change if we want to change or don't change if we don't want to change. But it's all about the experience. Some people are going to sit in one aspect of the experience until they die. Because they're not willing to discover. They're not willing to deep dive. They're not willing to confront themselves. It's not a fun process to do that. <laughs> not fun at all. Um, it's, a, it's a toughie. But on the other side of that confrontation, on the other side of getting past this very like surface level survival bullshit is this place where you realize that no matter if you love someone deeply or you hate someone deeply or someone has hurt you or whatever the situation is, that when we strip away how we look, our hair color, our eye color, our height, who's got whose boyfriend or girlfriend or their friend. Um, we are all just balls of cosmic space dust <laughs> hurling through the universe, having an experience. We all have pain. We all deserve pleasure. We all deserve the experience. We all deserve self-forgiveness. We all deserve the right to grow. And that's what it's about. 
it doesn't mean that you have to be kumbaya with everyone. There are people on this planet that I will never have a conversation with again. Because they are not safe people for me. And I accept that there are people on this planet who don't ever want a conversation with me again. Because their experience with me was with me not being a safe person for them. And I honor that. But at the end of the day, right, when, when all of this is said and done, we're all having the human experience. We're all dealing with rejection and hopes and desires. We're all dealing with love and loss and contemplation and what we're doing and what legacy we want to leave. And we deal with fuck-ups, and we deal with mistakes, and we deal with shame and guilt. We deal with wanting to do it right, and maybe feeling like we don't have the tools or the intelligence to do it. We all deal with it, right? The self-love, the self-loathing, the overthinking. It's in every single one of us. So, I want you to take away that, you know, the, that cosmic place, that primal just start of you being a soul, of you being a human being, that is where you are connected to other people. And sometimes that could be hard to think about, you know, being connected to somebody that, that you don't trust or you don't like. I can, I can think of one person right now, right? That, um, you know, if you know me personally, or if you know what's going on in my life, you know that there are multiple people that... I will not be in a room with. These people are the most unsafe motherfuckers that there are. Um, I don't trust these people to care for a cockroach. <laughs> but through the growth, through the understanding, I also realize that when we strip away the lies, when we strip away the, the betrayal, the ego, oh my God, the ego, when we strip away the narcissism, the psychopathic tendencies when we strip away addiction. That's a soul that wasn't supported. That's a soul that didn't get what it needed. And so it found power where it could. Even if it was destroying another human. And I also in that recognize the interconnectedness of needing to experience being on the receiving end of betrayal and lies and cheating and dishonesty and abusive behavior and a lack of vulnerability and a lack of being able to break through to someone. Because that was the only real way 
that I could truly, truly understand what I had put other people through. Now, not to the extent, right, that that I dealt with it. The circumstances weren't the same, but those those underlying tendencies, pain, betrayal, hurt, anger, frustration. Yeah, I've, I've been the root cause of that to other people. And so it brings it back around to, yeah, the behavior wasn't okay. And what happened wasn't okay. But man, that interconnectedness, that confrontation. I talk about confrontation a lot. I was someone who was very, very afraid of confrontation in my life because confrontation always ended in physical striking. It it ended in me being powerless and someone else always being powerful. And then I got into like my my 20s and again, my pendulum swung and all of a sudden confrontation was the opposite way, right? I'm going to take your power. I'm going to steal your power. I'm going to make you feel like shit. I'm going to make you feel small. I'm going to destroy you with my intelligence and my words with, um, you know, pretending like I don't give a shit with being reckless with, with your trust. It's really interesting, you know, and that pendulum's got to swing a few times before it kind of mellows out and evens out, and depending on what you've had happen in your life. But I recognize in all the people in my life, whether they are people who love me and, and cherish me now, whether they are people who who have poor opinion of me, rightfully so. Whether it's people that I have poor opinion of, rightfully so. Whether it's people that I love, rightfully so. I realize that underneath the surface of it all, there's an interconnected web of emotion and experience. And that's what I hope that that you come out of December with. With a recognition of being able to have that moment where not only do you forgive yourself for maybe those cringy pieces in the past, right? We talked about all this in November. But I hope that by the end of December, you are able to picture one person in your mind who has really been been a bad mamma jamma to you, right? They've stolen your power, they've hurt you, they've betrayed your trust, they've made you feel like shit, um, perhaps even physically harmed you. And while you do not condone any of that, and you do not, um, you know, we don't ever stand for violence, it's unacceptable, and you don't even have to forgive them. But what I want for you is to be able to See the underpinnings of them as a soul and what they're not getting and what has failed them and who has failed them and what led them to that point. Because that's the place where we all can connect. That's the place of the greatest love. That's the place of the highest empathy where we go, you know, there's this, there's this really great, you know, namaste, the light in me honors the light in you. 
my personal yoga teacher, um, she opens with that. She doesn't close with that. But, you know, in this situation, it's like, yeah, interconnectedness. The shit in me honors the shit in you. <laughs> like, the light in me honors the light in you. But all of me, all of my experience honors the all of the experience in you. So, um, today... In group, there is a consent post. We're going to be doing experiments inside the Rev on interconnectedness, right? Really focusing on one person a day, sending them good thoughts in that chat box, writing something out for them so that they know, oh my gosh, I have this entire community of people just rooting for me today. Wow, that's like really rad. That can change someone's day. And if it's not for you, right, it's a, it's a little pull. So you can consent or not consent and it's your choice because it's part of the experience. But it is important to me that I have everyone's consent. If we are going to do this, I'm not going to randomly put up, um, people's names and, you know, even though you all are in the group, um, these kind of things are important, right? We want to make sure that everyone feels like they've had a voice and they've said, yes, I want to participate. So my spinning balls of stardust goo hurling through space, love yourself, forgive yourself, recognize yourself and others. Um, this is a fair warning that this month I'm going to full geek out. I will be in full Heather geek mode. I will be in full um, geek regalia, full Gemini. And we're going to be talking about, you know, these statistics and studies and experiments that have been done. And y'all know, I love a spicy adjective, especially when I get really excited about something. So I'm just going to put a little disclaimer on it now that if you have small children and you do not like them to hear cursing. You do not want them to hear cursing. It is not your desire that anybody curse around them. I wouldn't maybe curb the podcasts um, until you are solo. Because, man, when we start talking about these experiments, there's going to be some excitedness and some spicy adjectives. Because this stuff ramps me up. It ramps me up. So... I hope you all have a wonderful day, afternoon, evening, whenever you are listening. And um, the stardust in me loves the stardust in you, no matter what journey that stardust has been on. All right, Rev. I'll talk to you soon, and I'll see you inside group.